have blocked the lane. Lucky no tractors coming down this way. Barry took off an orange pigskin glove, holes punched on its knuckles, and stroked the bonnet of the car. He then gave a more cursory pat to his wife's shoulder. He opened the passenger door for her with a flourish of one who has observed many a hotel doorman. By now, Prue had become used to travelling in this huge, comfortable vehicle with its fabric seats and mahogany dashboard. Barry, so proud of his car, urged her to observe its finer details on almost every occasion they travelled together. Prue climbed in, wriggled her back against the seat. She had hoped that Barry would show some interest in the country round Hallow's farm, but the comfort of the car eased her disappointment. She wound down the window to try to reduce the permanent smell of cigar smoke. I should close that, said Barry, pressing the starter button with a kind of reverence that Mr Lawrence, the farmer she had worked for during the war, had never shown to his old Wolseley. Don't want to let your country smells into a car like this. Prue wound up the window. Whatever Barry asked of her today, she would do without argument. Nothing mattered to her. She was in another time, another place, startled, shaken once again by the remembrance of it all. So what now? Do you want to drive up to the farmhouse? Barry glanced at his watch. Prue knew they were in no hurry, but she had no desire to go to the house, the yard, the barn, in the company of someone whose impatience was almost tangible. This whole outing, she could see, was not Barry's idea of fun. Besides, unknown to him, this was not the first time she'd returned to the farm. Just a few weeks ago, sick of waiting for his invitation, she'd come here on another visit, which she thought prudent not to mention. I don't think we'll bother, she said. It'll be dark soon. We'd better be getting back. Such generosity of understanding spurred Barry's particular kind of benignity. There's my girl. We're stopped somewhere for a drink. Treat ourselves to something bubbly. How about that? Fine. Prue didn't care where they stopped or what they drank. She wanted desperately to take a further look at the outside of the farmhouse, the bleak yard, the barn, but she wanted to go on her own, or with Stella and Ag, not with Barry. The car moved slowly forward. Barry was unused to the hazards of lanes, and he had no intention of further soiling the immaculate humber. They passed the cottage where Ratty, the single labourer on the farm, used to live with his sometimes mad wife, Edith. It had clearly been improved by new owners, window frames painted, front door a garish green that clashed with the garden. No lights in the windows. Prue wondered if the new inhabitants, despite their renovations, could sense a shadow of the misery that had soured the place when Ratty and Edith lived there. Must be hard for you, Barry said, coming back. Myself, I wouldn't want to return to a place that had meant uh, whatever this meant to you. Prue shrugged. Curiosity, she said. They passed the wood where she and Joe had so often made love. After Joe, Prue and Barry one had gone there for the same reason. It was a hidden place, safe. The moss had been beneath them. Birdsong, from birds they were too busy to notice, was the only sound. With Barry one, as Prue recognised at the time, it was real love in the undergrowth. 
When he was killed and his friend Jamie had come to console her, she had eventually agreed to sessions in the same place, out of habit, she supposed. But it hadn't been the same with Jamie. Barry tightened his grip on the huge steering wheel and accelerated gently. Prue was revolted by the pigskin gloves, which meant so much to him. They made her think of Sly, the Lawrence's querulous old sow, who had endeared herself to all three Langirls. The idea of Sly, or any pig, turned into gloves, was so horrible that... Tell you what, Barry was saying. I'll run you up one of my special salmon paste sandwiches when we get home. Lots of paste, a sprinkling of cress. How about that? Lovely. It was dark by now, so Barry could not see the tears that ran down her cheeks. She wanted to scream at him. Stop! It's left here. Mrs Lawrence will be waiting for us with a huge stew and turnips and a suet pudding. But in the confusion of the past and present...